6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. The new defense minister is in town ahead of that apology to survivors and victims of sexual misconduct and the Canadian forces. That apology is coming on Monday. It was promised about two years ago. The defense minister will offer an apology on behalf of the federal government. The chief of the defense staff, General Ayers, is going to offer one on behalf of the military. And Deputy Minister Jody Thompson will offer one on behalf of the Department of National Defense. Minister Anand and General Ayers are in Edmonton today meeting with leaders and military members at Edmonton Garrison. She joins us this afternoon. Minister, welcome to Edmonton. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. The apology coming on Monday, Minister. Where's your head uh, going into that? Well, I am very much looking forward to ensuring that I, on behalf of our government, apologize. I believe that we have an obligation to protect those who protect our country, and we need to work hard to regain their trust. And the apology is one step in that process. We have more work to do. As you know, on November 4th, I accepted in full Madame Arbour's recommendation to move sexual assault uh, cases to the civilian justice system from the military justice system. In addition, we committed uh, $236 million in Budget 2021 to addressing issues relating to culture in the Canadian Armed Forces. So there is much work to do ahead of us, and the apology is certainly one part of that. Yeah, one of your priorities, and and you have said, is is making significant and lasting change to military culture. You mentioned one of the first moves that you did was announcing the transfer of the investigation and prosecution of military sexual misconduct cases to civilian authorities. What other new steps, new steps, are you committed to taking? Because it's obvious you can't keep trying military solutions. They're not working. Well, that's exactly why I did accept the recommendation of Madame Arbour, uh, because I recognize uh, that it is important to institute new processes and the procedural protections that are in place in the civilian justice system, as well as the need to regain the confidence of members of the CAF, both past and present, as well as Canadians in the Canadian Armed Forces, is high. Mm -hmm. and we will continue to work hard to regain their trust. In addition to the civilian justice system being important, we need to look at other measures as well. Uh, Peer-to-peer support programs, for example, independent uh, avenues for individuals within the CAF to lodge their concerns and complaints. Those are the types of measures that I think are important from a process standpoint to ensure that we are protecting the interests of victims and survivors across the board. We know, Minister, in all of the reports done on the issue year over year, it's been recommended that the CAF work with survivors towards solutions. And you've mentioned that, you just mentioned that, there are survivor groups out there who are developing training programming, training program bystander intervention programs have you heard of them would you be open to working with those organizations so over the past uh, five weeks since i became minister i have been meeting with stakeholders with survivors with victims and uh, their representatives 
And what I have committed to each and every time is to continuing to examine processes that we need to put in place for the interests of victims and survivors. And so, of course, I am willing to speak with anybody recognizing that there is no quick fix that will make these problems go away overnight. This is going to take a sustained, concerted effort. And as I suggested, I really have hit the ground running in ensuring that we are going to make significant and lasting change. Canada's new Defence Minister, Anita Anand, joining me this afternoon in Edmonton today. Uh, one more question on this front, if you don't mind. Uh, in 2019, the government reached that $900 million settlement over a class action lawsuit from survivors and victims. Um, the deadline to submit claims closed a short time ago. Almost 19,000 individuals came forward 42 42 percent of the claimants are male what does it what what does that number tell you well I focus on the fact that 19,000 claims or so exist and whether they're male whether they are female mm -hmm. um, is part of the issue that we are taking into account including discrimination as a whole on the basis of personal characteristics and so i focus on how we can offer recourse how we can offer justice to aggrieved members of the canadian armed forces regardless of sexual orientation or gender preference that's the approach i take and if i could just offer one more point mm -hmm. um since i am in edmonton today as my first trip to alberta as minister of national defense i want to in addition to recognizing the importance of um justice for all who need it in the Canadian Armed Forces, that we also need to thank the personnel of mm -hmm. the Canadian Armed Forces for serving Canadians in extraordinary ways. This is what I talked about at the base today, providing support to remote communities during COVID-19 outbreaks, vaccinating our most vulnerable populations, responding to natural disasters in British Columbia, Manitoba, Ontario, the Yukon, the Northwest Territories. These are important facts to mm -hmm. remember also and I, as Minister of National Defence, need to recognize that. Yes, and, and I know that uh, there was a lot of uh, excitement about your visit today, Minister. So what did you think? What, what did you see uh, at the base today? What, did you, what were the conversations that you had? What did you hear from the members, the boots on the ground? I had a number of town halls today. Uh, I met with the tactical helicopter squadron. I met with the uh, military family resource center. I met with uh, the medics and the dentistry professionals. And I really made sure that the third uh, Canadian division as a whole recognized and understood how appreciative we are as a government of Canada for their incredible efforts. It is. Uh, and I, yeah, I, go ahead. <laughs> sorry, I really wanted to be here also with my colleagues, uh, George Shahal from Calgary, as well as Minister Randy Bosnell from.
center. Uh, they were unable to make it this time, but next time I come and I have uh, said that I will be back in 2022, I really hope to bring them along with me. I know that uh, 408 Tactical Helicopter Squadron was hoping to take you for a ride today, but I'm not sure that ha don't think that that happened. Just before I let you go, and, and thanks for making time for me, you know, we, we talked a, a lot about uh, the, 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 the crisis, the, uh, the issues facing the CAF right now. One more that I just wanted to ask you about. I think all of that has overshadowed the plan uh, released in 2017 to really dramatically increase military spending over the next 20 years to expand the size of the forces, buy new equipment. Is that money still coming? Because there are concerns it will not happen because of the deficit that has soared during the pandemic. Well, let me just start by saying that we are executing on strong, secure, engaged, which is full cost and and so our procurements and our efforts to respond to natural disasters and to be deployed around the world um, are part of Strong, Secure, Engaged. And we stand apart, in essence, from the other issues that you mentioned in your question. And in terms of resources as a whole, I want to reiterate that the CAF have responded to 13 natural disaster-related requests for assistance, mm -hmm. and they are a crucial element of our nation's fabric. Their work is absolutely essential, and so I will continue to advocate uh, for additional resources for this institution so that they can carry out the important tasks that we have ahead of us, including in the area of procurements. As you know, I was procurement minister yes. <laughs> uh, prior to being appointed here, so I have a knowledge of the process and the need for um, modernization of our procurement processes. Minister Nand, I know it's been a, a busy day for you. I sure appreciate you making the time for us this afternoon. I'll let you go. We'll leave it there. I look forward to having a conversation with you again in the future. Thanks for this. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate uh, being on, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Take care. That is Canada's uh, Federal Minister of Defence and the MP for Oakville, uh, Minister Anita Anand, who is in town uh, visiting... 3rd Canadian Division, Edmonton Garrison, you heard her say that she was there to thank them for all the work that they have been done uh, with the responding to uh, crises, that, crises that we've been dealing with in this country over the past uh, year. Um, that apology is coming on Monday. We'll have coverage of that and we'll continue to watch, won't we, to see what happens as we move forward on the defence file.